back to Nuclear Heat with your host, Jake Bakovic, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is Nuclear Heat here on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jake Bakovic, alongside Nuclear Heat contributor, August Pena. We are going through uh, Fastlane. From Indianapolis, Indiana last night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, professional wrestling coming to your city as well. Omaha, Nebraska will hold will host Monday Night Raw. We've mentioned throughout the show. We'll continue to do so. Just trying to get some people fired up yep. to get to go there tomorrow or at least see Nebraska, uh, you know, on the big screen tomorrow night. Of course, Nebraska uh, football was on the big screen this past uh, Friday. So, uh, you know, we get Nebraska here yeah. and there, but it's another chance for Nebraska to shine nationally. Um, let's jump back into Fastlane. We talked about the Tag Team Championship, how they opened it up. Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso defeating Judgment Day to become the new champions. You went from that to the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley against Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Selena Vega brought them down to the ring, but of course, she's not going to even the odds. Yeah, she's a female. No. You can't yeah. do the cross-gender match. Uh, the whole intrigue in this match was who was going to be the partner uh, for LWO as the other LWO members, who I've not committed to memory their names and <laughs> will not do until they do something interesting, uh, were taken out by the Street Profits Friday Night SmackDown. Ray said he was going to call somebody... Um, they kind of did the story of the, whoever they called wasn't showing up. I mean, they didn't yeah. necessarily interview Ray or Santos Escobar and say, well, he's got 15 minutes or something. <laughs> but they just kind of went out to the ring without him. And you knew there was going to be a surprise return at some point during this match. Um, another fun part of this match, by the way, was uh, Vega did Meteora Montez Ford at yeah. one point, And that looked pretty cool. Commentary mentioned it should have been disqualification. And it yeah. should have been. Because yeah. um, the refs saw it. <laughs> in, in general, you do that. You would disqualify that because it, it's not. It wasn't a. You know, I, I can understand if they're telling the story and, and maybe a female slaps a guy and yeah. you let it go. But this was a pretty effective meteora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I was laughing pretty hard at that when I was when I was watching the recap um, on it. It, it was great. <laughs> I I love I love when things like that happen. You know, it's like oh, it's maybe the ref wasn't supposed to see it. You know, but yeah. the ref was in a position they watched it. Just like ah, I I it's not I can't do anything <laughs> about it now. But I thought that was really funny because I was I was there too. I was like, this this is, this doesn't make sense. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It was fun. It was it was a funny fun part of the match. So well, and it was three on two. So maybe yeah. the ref was just kind of thinking, well, yeah. until they get another member, I guess yeah. outside and, interference can help. And I mean, Delina Vega is like four foot two, you know, seventy five yeah. pounds. So the ref was probably like. <laughs> this doesn't even the odds, you know, yeah. even close to it. But it was she. That was a great move. That was a great sell by Montez Ford as well. So yeah, I and I like one. I know Selena Vega is so small that at times, you know, it, it's, it takes away the believability. But she can put on one heck of a match. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see her represent LW a little bit more. They've thrown her into like championship bouts, and yep. outside of that, like she's just going to walk, you know, Ray down to the ring. Yep. I'd like to see her get a little bit more involved. Uh, but in any case, the the big surprise of the night was Carlito made mm-hmm. his return to even the odds. Uh, ends up hitting a backstabber on Ford for the victory. Um, And so it's kind of interesting because LWO, who was put together, was very over, selling a lot of merchandise, but not ever winning uh, up until this feud, starts winning once Bobby Lashley goes with the Street Profits, which seemed to be a dream pairing for them to start mowing over the roster. They might be telling the story of, you know, and, and they have been telling the story of the Street Profits and not quite living up to Bobby Lashley's uh, wishes. I think they'll probably continue that with another loss yeah. here, more dissension among them, and maybe they'll just never push that group. Seems kind of odd because there's mm-hmm. a lot of potential there. 
Um, so we can go over that in a second. Let me say this first. The Carlito return, nothing against Carlito. But I was hoping for an old LWO member um, or, you know, somebody connected to Rey Mysterio. I specifically yeah. like the filthy animals that, that oh, he carried yeah. with WCW. <laughs> so I was hoping for like Conan or Billy Kidman or especially Juventud Guerrero uh, to run back and, and be the big surprise. I was a little let down by Carlito, who had already made a, a return um, in Puerto Rico that mm-hmm. didn't didn't cross over and, and lead to him to be on the roster. I think this one almost has to. You can't yeah. just keep having him pop back up and not continue on the roster. So I think you'll see a new member of LWO out of this in, uh, in Carlito. Did that big return do it for you? I mean, I expected it because, as you mentioned, you know, he returned in Puerto Rico and they had said he signed a contract. Yeah. So he was he was on, he sense. was on no other shows. It's like, ah, it's going to probably be Carlito. You know, I love it because, you know, that like 2005 to like 2010 when Carlito was big, you know, um, and he was a full time member of the roster um, and everything there. I loved him. I loved his character of, you know, I, I spit in the people, you know, and yeah. he bites the apple <laughs> and he spits in your face um, and the hair. And he still looks great at this age. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I, I would have been happy for anybody, you know, to really come down there. Um, any of those guys you mentioned, I was kind of yeah. like, ah, oh, you know, if it is Carlito, that's cool. Um, but I was. As you said, I was I was very shocked that they did this against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, who I thought were going to just be dominant and bulldoze through everybody. And, you know, they they got sacrificed for Carlito, you know, yeah. to, to come back here at this point. So so we'll see. It's very strange because it's like they – I get it that the, the Street Profits haven't been, you know, had a third guy, but they've been very dominant. Like they're an established multi-time tag team champion, both brands. Yep. And now all of a sudden they're struggling with chemistry, just doesn't doesn't quite add up to me. I don't know if ultimately they're going to push them, but it, it looks like it's more headed toward Bobby breaking off from them and having some sort of you know fight amongst them. The other thing that I think is kind of interesting throughout this, as Ford does take the pin, and, and that doesn't necessarily um, change change my thinking here, but I guess Montez Ford of the Street Profits was always the mm-hmm. single star, was yep. always going to be. Um, the big time, you know, guy when they break up uh, to get a singles push to me, he's kind of, I, I don't want to say in the background, but I think that, you know, the other street profit is looking, is doing a better job in this role. I don't know yeah. if it's just kind of his, his facials or Montez Ford is just kind of quiet, you know, Dawkins to me. And, and again, I don't necessarily love the booking that they're going with, but Dawkins seems to be a better fit for this act than Ford has been. Yeah, and and that maybe makes sense because Ford, you know, is the one that's pro- you know can go solo. You know, he can have a single sh- a future, a push. Um you can see him, you know, as as a as a singles champ there. Um so maybe this whole thing is to find something for Dawkins, you know, maybe Dawkins and Lashley cuz Dawkins is a big guy. Yeah. You know, he's the big bruiser. Ford is by far the more entertaining, the more polished, you know, better in the ring, better on the mic. Um I think I think people get behind him more, but you know, possibly this, the way it's looking, because they haven't been doing great, is, is it makes sense to me, is they were finding this for Dawkins, Ford might split off, you know, and then yeah. you got a a, 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 a Dawkins-Lashley pairing. I don't know. Something like that, you know. we. I could say, I would, I lo- I would love that. I think if you, that's how you yeah. break them up, I think that'd be a good idea. They'd be big. Um, because, yeah, Dawkins and, and, and Lashley could put together quite a fearsome group. Yep. 
and you know fight up against Ford, he'd have to have his uh, upway battle, and yep. he's so athletic. I mean, I think that that could be a good way that this is going. There's not a whole lot of other, you know, there's yeah, not a whole no. lot of other ways that they can save this because it just seems so odd. Other than making them get their their comeuppance, I suppose, against LWO, and then start bulldozing the roster. Yeah, and I will say this: if the WWE can 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 if if they could build up Judgment Day the way that they did with them losing every single match. Every time, but they still are dominant. They're still one of the hottest factions. I think they can save the Lashley Street Profits pairing, but man, they got to do some work on that because it, yeah. it's not looking great. Yeah, I was. I definitely did not expect LWO to get the win, uh, but as soon as Carlito makes his return, obviously, yeah, it kind of lets that be known. A little bit interesting here. Uh, <laughs> Xavier Woods brings a Pizza Hut box to the commentary team wearing a Pizza Hut jacket. I just thought that was kind of of note because we always talk about it's better to have TV time. Yeah. You know, you just don't want to be stuck in catering. Um, Xavier Woods found a way to make catering yep. <laughs> and TV time work together with a Pizza Hut jacket. Of course, Pizza Hut was sponsoring the event, but. Um, Kind of strange, too, because as we mentioned, he's in his comedy, and he, he often does comedy, but he is in this somewhat of a feud against the Viking Raiders yeah. to just pause that and be funny Pizza Hut guy. Uh, you know, and, and, and I'm overly, I mean, nobody's yeah. really going to remember this coming out of it, but I thought that was interesting in the at least. Well, I will say this. You could tell Pizza Hut sponsored it because they were shoving Pizza Hut down our throat the whole time. <laughs> that's right. Um, and I'll tell you what, I might go get Pizza Hut for dinner, you know, because, you know, that's what I was thinking last night after I was watching it. But man, Pizza Hut was everywhere on this. And I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was great. Um I, I, I love Xavier Woods. I personally do. I follow, you know, his, his he has like YouTube pages and oh, yeah. he does all that. He does video game stuff. Um, he's a great guy, great wrestler, um, great on the mic, all that stuff. So I thought I thought it was hilarious. Um, but man, Pizza Hut was everywhere during the show yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I went and got a, uh, uh, not Pizza Hut. I checked Pizza Hut's prices <laughs> and I said, I decided no. So I went and got a, uh, Oh, was it stuffed crust pizza from a local grocery store? It's not. It's not as good, you know, but it costs a little less. Well, I, does Pizza Hut sell stuffed crust anymore? Yeah, they do. They just charge. Pizza Hut's not a sponsor, so we can say yeah. they just charge you a lot for oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Pizza Hut's always been more expensive. So yeah. So yeah, I I I know that, but man, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'm getting hungry, so let's, right. let's keep going. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, the next match, uh, absolutely, really enjoyed. Io Sky against Oscar mm -hmm. and Charlotte Flair. Um, this was, of course, for the championship, uh, women's championship that EOS Sky holds. Uh, I thought this was just a good, a good overall match and a good feud for EOS Sky to show, prove that she belongs. Of course, she had her help along the way. Um, but uh, during this match, kind of surprising, an early missed shot from yep. Asuka to Charlotte. Um, usually you save that for later in the match, but that kind of told the story. Got Charlotte out of the way for a while. EOS Sky and Asuka were doing battle. Uh, Bianca uh, helped distract. Um, Ultimately gets distracted. Io gets the pin on Charlotte um, as Bianca distracted uh, Asuka, I believe. And then, yeah, Io gets a hit on Charlotte. Oh, she distracted the ref. That's what happened. Yeah, was yeah. To, and it was, it was Bailey. Yeah, yeah, it was Bailey that came in. And, uh, that's right. Yeah, and distracted yeah. the ref there, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, so basically Charlotte had a hold on Asuka. Mm -hmm. Asuka was tapping. The ref was distracted by Bailey. And then Io's guy uh, came from the sky, yeah. hit a, hit on ba or got a hit on Charlotte Flair and got the pin for the win, um, which is interesting because they had been telling, uh, you know, kind of a dissension story with E.S. Guy and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, Bailey, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I was surprised because, you know, at the beginning of the match, you know, E.O., I, I, did, was it right before they went behind, 
the scenes and they and EO was pretty much like, hey, I'm going to do this by myself. Right. You yeah, know, to, yeah. to Dakota Kai and Didn't Bailey. Want Bailey's help. Yeah, yeah, it's because she wants to prove, you know, that she's a champ there. But man, I will tell you this. That was a good match. I I really enjoyed it. They, it was it was EO can really fly. You know, she can really put on a show. But man, I was about to pull out my hair when uh, Charlotte put the the figure. What is the figure four? Yeah. Is that what they call it on on Oscar? And I was like, I was like, is she going to win? You know, because Charlotte can the, win at any time. Yeah, WWE yeah. will always let Charlotte she, win. A she can be gone whenever. for three years. Oh yeah, do whatever she wants. As soon as she comes back, she's going to win a title. But man, I don't know if you saw, but when she had that, her ribs were really sticking out, and EO just comes right on. I was like, yeah. I was like, see, it's moments like those. You're just like, man, these, you know, they really put in work. But no, I thought it was a great match. And I, I thought it was a great distraction by Bailey, you know, to to get that going. Um, I'm surprised because I feel like I know Charlotte took the pin, which one surprised me. I, you never expect Charlotte Flair yeah. to take the pin. But I didn't think any lady really looked weak in this one, which I thought they did a great job of storytelling. They did a great job putting on the match. They had botches here and there. We saw that. But I thought it was entertaining. And I do think that you're probably going to see, I don't know if it's going to lead to a feud or just kind of a quick rematch, but Charlotte obviously has an argument. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll see EO Sky and Charlotte. I don't think there's a necessarily a reason to keep Asuka moving along. So we'll yeah. see if she kind of branches off and does something different. But I think that could be good for your yeah. kind of next setup is EO Sky. And then obviously you're always going to have Bailey there yeah. for, for uh, trash talk and interference. <laughs> yeah. You know what? As long as Charlotte Flair, you know, doesn't break Ric Flair's record before John Cena does, um, her dad, you yeah, know, record, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. So, you know, have this feud happen. It would be great because Char- Charlotte is great in the ring. She's great in the ring. She's great on the mic. You know, she's one of the most dominant there ever has. But man, I'm loving EO as a champ. I, I think it's yeah. great. I, it's great to have an underdog like that be the champ. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it too. Uh, coming up after that, Pat McAfee actually came out. Of course, he is uh, is was a former Indianapolis Colt, so mm-hmm. that was kind of big for him. Had spent earlier the day he was on uh, college game day, so yep. busy day for Pat McAfee. Introduced John Cena and LA Knight to the crowd. Uh, so you got the LA Knight and John Cena pairing against Jimmy uh, in Solo. Um, Solo Sokoa, that is. Paul Heyman, by the way, I, I thought they did a good job. They've been telling us he's not dying his hair anymore, yeah. so he's kind of got the stress gray hair look because uh, Roman's been gone for so long. Just those small details Paul Heyman uh, can throw in always reminds you why he's one of the best. Um, in any case, uh, the story was for the longest time was that LA Knight couldn't get tagged into the match. He eventually gets the hot tag uh, and uh, really takes advantage of of the the opportunity. You end up with a five-knuckle shuffle into a BFT, uh, a blunt force trauma, which is a nice finishing move uh, to get the victory in the pin over Jimmy. Um, interesting here. I will say this, and, and I've been a big-time fan of LA Knight and the LA Knight push. Um, with John Cena's return, I think it's a good to get kind of the rub, and they did yeah. that initially with the Miz feud with LA mm-hmm. Knight. I would have much rather liked something a little bit more organic to get yeah. LA Knight into all this. I mean, they're putting all their hot guys together. I said hot guys, uh, you know, <laughs> hot acts, not over, you know, yeah. over characters. Oh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> together. Uh, some of them look pretty good. I don't know. No, uh, uh, but they have a. They've got a lot of their hot acts over, and in, in, in obviously setting up for Survivor Series or whatever. Yeah, but. I would have just rather liked something a little bit more organic, you know, whether it would be end up winning. Um, and, and maybe they can still do it, but this seems, and, and, and it works. Everybody's on board. You're still getting the yeah chance. You're still getting yeah. everybody uh, very excited when LA Knight comes to the ring. It's just, there's there's something about it to me that's a little bit bothersome. And it's it's it might have to do too with his in-ring work, which yeah. is... 
it's fine. It's just not anything spectacular. Um, and so to me, I just it feels forced rather than yeah. organic. Which he, his whole thing was an organic. Like yeah. the crowd had, had brought him up to this moment. Like SmackDown, Paul Heyman saying he's the next big thing. I don't know. I, it just all feels forced to me. Man, you know, th- this is where I love that we can just talk about this because I'm on the opposite side. You know, I'm a huge LA Knight fan. I'm I'm really behind him. And I thought this was fine. You know, I it was it was a fun match. It was exciting. Um, you can tell John Cena loved being here. I don't know if you saw how animated he was, but man, yeah. John Cena was selling everything over the top. Um, I was a little dis. You know, they always go with that story where the hot hand doesn't get the tag right away. Yeah. So I felt like Knight's part in this match wasn't as big as it probably should have been. So I agree with you there. Um, but you know, they're they're trying to. I, for once, I would I will say this for once. The WWE is kind of listening to the fans, and now it seems like they're really getting behind LA Knight. So something like this, I think, as a big LA Knight fan, is a good sign um, for him to come. Um, are they overdoing it a little bit? Maybe, but you know, <laughs> you know, that's what you got to do. You know, he's he's hot. He's on fire. You know, his entrance, everybody's screaming that. Yeah, um, man, it, you heard that pop when he got tagged in. It was huge. Oh yeah, you know, it was the one of the biggest pops of the night, and that's that's how it is. Um, in there, so yeah, I'm not I'm not as disappointed as you are in that. Um, I'm I'm okay with it. I I really want him to be one of the guys that challenges Romans at WrestleMania. So you yeah. know, I'm still holding that out there. Um, I I say that every week. So you know, if they got to keep rubbing John Cena, you know, g- giving him the John Cena rub, um, on there, then you know, then keep it going. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's gonna set up for a very interesting elimination chamber if they haven't set yeah. up. They could, yeah, or they might already have kind of. You might be able to see where the match is going, but uh, they could have a very interesting thing yeah. going there heading into WrestleMania. I would have just rather I had him win. You know, they gave him these chances before, like win Money in the Bank or, yeah. or Royal Rumble down the line or a U.S. title run for a while and just kind yeah. of organically and then like lead to something like this to where once he's in with the main event players, it's like he's earned his spot. Yeah. Um, now it was just kind of like this just kind of quick shift from like Miz to like, all right, now yeah. we're throwing you right in the bloodline and everything, you know, everything's coming at you. Um, I would just like them to tell the story a little bit slower, but beggars can't be choosers because yeah. I also <laughs> just wanted LA Knight in this picture. So uh, yeah. just happy to see that. I do think that he's a very overact and, and maybe the next big thing, we'll see how long it kind of sticks. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they're there. Sometimes they'll wait too long. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like that they're finally kind of striking when the iron's hot there uh, with LA Knight. Yeah. All right. We're up against another break here. This is Nuclear Heat here on 93.7 The Ticket. One last match to talk about the the main event match between Rollins and Nakamura. Then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Adam Copeland, Jade Cargill, CM Punk, all the all the biggest transitions and the rumored transitions of WWD and AEW. Uh, we'll do that coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.